my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Tanner fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. Well, today, Full House cast members, yes, I did say cast members, because there's two of them, are celebrating a birthday this month. And I've decided, I decided what episode I'm going to do. Of course, the cast members of Full House I'm talking about are Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who share the role of Michelle Tanner from 1987 to 1995. And the episode I picked for them is Season 7, Episode 3, Wrong Way Tanner. This episode aired September 28, 1993. Here's the IMDb description. While her skills are questionable, Michelle is having lots of fun playing on the soccer team until she scores the winning goal for the other team. Meanwhile, Stephanie catches everyone's most embarrassing moments on her video camera. <laughs> uh, and of course, I love to read the DVD case description, which when I looked at it yesterday, oh, this is cute. She has the ball. She aims. She kicks. She scores. For the other team, Michelle's soccer debut is a disaster. Ugh, poor kid and her self-confidence just went out the door. This episode's got a 7.0 out of 10 based on 179 ratings. We, of course, do have... Oh, Miko Hughes, who plays Aaron, annoying Aaron Bailey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it looks like he got a new headshot for his IMDb profile. Cool. We also get Derek. We don't get Teddy in this episode. But then again, I don't think Teddy comes back until, like, more than halfway through Season 7. Because remember in Season 5, he moved to Amarillo? What was this? Early Season 6. It might have been early Season 6. And then he comes back, like, towards the end of Season 7. And then Denise and Teddy end up fighting over who Michelle's best friend is. So, yes, this episode was directed by John Tracy. Writers Jeff Franklin, Ellen Gulas, Chuck Tatum, and Jamie Tatum. I wonder if they're related. They could be. Maybe they're brothers. Maybe they're cousins. I don't know. Oh, we got some trivia. Oh, wow. What in the what? Uh, I don't even know what this is. It says the title is based on Douglas Corrigan, a.k.a. Wrong Way Corrigan, who was denied permission to fly to Ireland after he filed a flight plan and later... What? Okay, I don't know who put that. I'm not even going to finish reading it because it really makes zero sense. Oh, we get a goof. The microphone, boom, drops into view at around two minutes. Well, you know what? I will keep an eyeball for that. 
When Stephanie walks in on Becky singing Bad Boy, she says she's already recorded Jesse doing the pep talk to his hair. However, when the family watches the tape, Jesse's pep talk appears after Becky singing. Well, you know what? Maybe Stephanie did some fancy editing work. Who knows? That's just how it goes sometimes. We do have a connection. Cops, the TV series that ran from 89 to 2020. Becky sings the theme song with Nikki and Alex. That, honestly, Cops has one of the catchiest theme songs for being a show that is purely, re- you know, reality-based. You know, this, this, the 90s, this, or late 80s, early 90s, this was reality TV. Alright, of course, before I get into the episode and the cold open, I want to let you Tanner newbies, if you're new to the podcast, I want to let you know where you can find the podcast on social media. You can go to Facebook, type in Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast, the All My Land Holy Chulupas Podcast will pop up. Also, it does the podcast does have a Instagram page at OMHC Full House Fuller House Podcast and also Twitter at OMHC Full House. Also, if you want to get yourself heard on the podcast, just send me an email. Talk about your favorite or least favorite characters of Full House and Fuller House, your favorite moments. Your f- Yeah. If you have top ten lists about like your favorite character ratings, your favorite episode ratings. If you feel that there's an episode in Full House that you could have written better, or you could have, if, if you even think, hey, here's a storyline they could have done, I want to hear about it. I want to share it with the other Full House fans like yourself. So yeah, send an email to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Also, whether you're a new listener or you've been listening since I started this podcast in 2019 in April and you want to support the podcast, just know I do not do Patreon. I don't believe in asking people for money. So, all I ask is a moment of your time. If you got a set, jump on iTunes, jump on Apple Podcasts, type in Full House or Full House Podcasts. Like I said, the All My Land to Holy Chalupas podcast will pop up. Click on it, scroll down to where it says ratings, and leave a review. All five-star reviews help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves. Also, since it is June, I've been covering the Reunion series since June marks my 20-year high school reunion. So basically what I'm doing, I've already covered Fraternity Reunion and One Last Kiss, which you can listen to, like I said, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. This week I'm taking a break to do Wrong Way Tanner in honor of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, Michelle Tanner's birthday. And then I will continue with the final episode in the reunion series, DJ and Kimmy's High School Reunion, from Season 2 of Fuller House. July is honestly going to be, it's going to be kind of iffy. I will keep you updated. For those of you that are just tuning in, I have been living in a hotel for over three months, going on close to four We are going to have an update on our apartment, whether we are going to be moving into our old apartment or moving into another building, which would be 
by mid-July there or our old apartment by hopefully towards the end of this month. And the podcasting is probably going to come to a screeching halt just depend if we're moving into another place, the podcast is definitely going to have to come to a screeching halt while we move everything over. And even so with adjusting to moving everything back into our apartment, our regular apartment. So that's just an update. Just kind of letting you know what's going on. And then once I get settled, we'll pick things up probably either towards the end of July or just jump in in August. But I will keep you all updated. All right, without further ado, let's check out the cold open for Wrong Way Tanner. All right, the cold open. We are in the living room. We got Jesse on guitar. We got Joey on the harmonica. They're both wearing Ray-Bans. So are Nikki and Alex, which they're, they have little toy guitars. It's so adorable. And it seems like, what song is Jesse? Are they singing? Is it? It's that song, Louie Louie. It reminds me of that episode when uh, Pete Bianco, Jesse's friend, from Dr. Dare Rides Again, they were coming up the stairs singing that song. But it's just, it's really cute because when we cut to the boys, they're wearing sunglasses. They're playing with their little guitars as Jesse's like, all right, boys. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's cute, but it's cute because there's this makeshift little couch that they're sitting on. And it's just so adorable. Oh, this is just such an adorable scene. See, some of these cold opens, especially in, like, season seven and eight, I don't remember. So it's just, it's an extra little treat, a little bonus. assume that Michelle would just come in because it seems like a lot of the times you know before we always got the Michelle cold opens and then eventually when the twins came along we got the cold opens with Michelle and the twins but it's like it's it's cool that it was just Jesse Joey jamming out with the boys <laughs> just so cute all right we come out of the intro we are in the living room we have Mich what looks like Michelle's and what will later be Nikki and Alex's lettered chalkboard because it's bordered by different colored letters and different colored squares. So the Michelle's soccer team, because Joey is their coach, which is just so funny because I remember, remember when DJ did the soccer thing with Kimmy and Jesse was the coach? You'd think that he would, well, Jesse's got a lot of stuff going on right now. He's got his radio show, you know, he's got the boys. He doesn't have the Smash Club yet, but still. 
Joey's a comedian. He's got plenty of time during the day that he can be taking on this big adventure of coaching seven-year-olds playing soccer. But Michelle's team is called the Thunderbirds. So it seems like the only kids I would recognize other than Michelle are going to be Derek and Aaron. All the other kids are newbies. There's no Denise. Like I said, Teddy's still in Amarillo, Texas for right now, but he will be coming back. Which I will be covering that episode in the Best Friends series. And mind you, there are a lot of Best Friends episodes that I have broken down into two segments. So part one and part two. But we'll get to that later. This is something that I never quite understood in a lot of viewings of this episode. When Michelle asked the question, because Joey on this chalkboard, little chalkboard, has got X's and O's and a makeshift, you know, soccer field with a goalie and all that. And she asked Joey, are we the hugs or are we the kisses? And... For the longest time, I didn't know. I'm looking at X's and O's and not, like, gathering, like, oh, that's right. Because sometimes people, when they would say, I want, you know, love you, kiss you, whatever, hug, 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 would do the XO, XO type of stuff. So it just, for the longest I think eventually I finally understood, like, oh, that's what she, oh. Because I'm like, where is she getting hugs and kisses from? And I look at, like, oh, XO, XO, okay. Even Joey at first is like, hugs and kisses. Oh, you mean the X's or the O's, okay. So, <laughs> Joey's like, oh, well, in the game of soccer, Michelle, see, we use these symbols, the X's and the O's, to designate abstract player deployment. He turns to face the kids. He's like, no, what I'm saying to you is, and they're all looking at him like, can you give it to us in non-layman's terms, please? Because we're like seven. He's like, we're the kisses. <laughs> and even honestly, for the longest time, I don't think I caught on to the Thunderbirds part. I always thought like their team was called the kisses and the other team was called the, the hugs. Like, oh, they're the... Soccer team called the kisses and they're playing the hugs, which makes no sense. <laughs> but then again, you find, you find things out when you've seen something like a hundred times over. Like you start to pick up like, oh, I get it. I, I get it. I get it now. Took me a bit. I got that Joey brain. <laughs> oh, Aaron. So Joey asks, like, does anyone else have a question? And Aaron's like, me, 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 me. And Joey's like, uh, anyone else? And Aaron is just like, hey, I got one. It's like, yes, Aaron, what do you want? And, of course, Aaron always got to be that kid. Like, are you going to buy us pizza after the game? Or are, you, are you too cheap? Okay, I do. I see that little boom mic thing coming into the corner for half a second. Oh, something else I noticed, too. After Aaron says, or are you too cheap, Michelle is looking right at him. Just looking at this here, after Aaron says about the pizza and, like, are you, or are you too cheap, either... And I don't know whether this is a character thing or Michelle doing this, or is this one of the Olsen twins? And she looks at Aaron and she mouths, hey. Like, she was going to like, hey, don't. Oh, because 
right after she does that, Derek stands up and he's like, hey, 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 hey. He doesn't have to treat us. He's already volunteering his time. That's right. I mean, I don't... Do people get paid to coach, like, Little League and other, like, sports teams? I thought that was, like, a volunteer thing. Like, you go in, you do it, and you're just volunteering your time. You're not getting... It's not, like, a job job. Oh, Derek says, oh, he shouldn't have to feed us. He's already volunteering his time. Well, it makes me think of sometimes, like, at those events, like, doesn't, like, one of the soccer moms or somebody, like, okay, let's get the juice, but let's get the Capri Suns and, like, the little bags of individual, like, Teddy Grahams or something like that. Or some, or the Gatorade and the packages of, like, chips or cookies or something to that effect. Joey goes over and is like, well, thank you, Derek. And what position would you like to play? Derek is so adorable. As he looks up at Joey, he says, well, I've always heard that the goalies get the babes. Okay, well, I mean, I was in soccer in eighth grade. I wasn't a goalie. And in fact, it was, I believe, an all-girls team. I felt like positions were given based on, like, strengths and weaknesses of the players. Like, well, you look like you'd be really good with it. I don't even know if I even got a position. I think it was just put out there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was 14. Or was I 13 going on 14? Yeah, because it was in the summer. And I thought I went into... F no, it was during the summer. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, I was 14. I'm like, hey... I want to try this out. I want to do the soccer thing. My dad signed me up. I remember the day we got to choose our own uniforms. And I, of course, my favorite number is six. So I got a number six. I do not have the jersey anymore. For a while, it was hanging up in my closet in my childhood bedroom. And then I think I'm like, well, I'm not holding on to this. Honestly, I held on to my wedding dress longer, which... Finally, I had to decide to get rid of that because I wasn't going to sell it. And it's like, there's no way I'm going to be fitting back into this. Plus, it was, you know, had grass stains on the bottom of it. But, yeah. Some things, you hang on to other things, it's like, I really got to let this go. I still remember getting hit in the head with a soccer ball during a game and sitting out. And eventually, my coach is like, well, you're going to have to go back in there. Like, okay. Still remember... My grandma or my aunt, one of them, taking me shopping to get, like, the shoes, the long, like, sock knee pad, you know, um, shin guards, the soccer ball. It was, it was such a fun time. So, Joey kind of laughs it off, like, oh, yeah, the goalies get the babes. Well, I can't promise you anything, Derek, in the babe department, but you get to wear this nifty goalie outfit. And I love the Rainbow Pride colors. I mean, back in 1990, when did this, 94? Was it 94? It was 93. Yeah, September 93. I mean, I wasn't thinking that when I was looking at this colorful goalie jersey. But with it being June and being Pride Month and everything like that, it's like, yeah, ra rainbow rainbow colors. I mean, mine automatically goes to to Pride. Derek is just so, oh my gosh, he is, so, is, he hands Derek that jersey, that goalie outfit, and just, Derek's just smiling, he's, he's like, 
so excited. Like, his mouth's like, mouth is like, on the floor. It's like, oh. But as kids, wasn't it cool when we got new stuff? When you played on a sports team, didn't you get really jazzed about getting the uniform? Yes, Michelle? Are we the hugs or the kisses? <laughs> hugs or the kisses? Oh, you mean the X's or the O's. No, Michelle, in soccer, we use these symbols to designate abstract player deployment. Now, what I'm saying to all of you is... <laughs> yeah, stop being a bar on the bush, just tell them they're the kisses. Where are the kisses? Anyone else have a question? Me, 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 me! Anyone else? <laughs> Yes, Aaron. Are you going to buy us pizza after the game, or are you too cheap? <laughs> hey, 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 he shouldn't have to feed us. He's already donated his time. Aw, Derek. Well, thank you, Derek. <laughs> and what position would you like to play? Well, I've always heard that the goalies get the babes. <laughs> get the babes. Well, I can't make any promises in the babe department, but... You do get to wear this nifty goalie outfit. So Stephanie comes in with a handheld camcorder as she announces, We are now entering the Tanner household as she enters in through the front door. Joey, of course, like I said, he's in the middle of a soccer coaching session with the kids. And she starts circling Joey like a vulture circling roadkill or whatever and she starts zooming in on his face because joey is like a little like nervous like steph what's uh the deal with the video camera honestly because if you think about it this is back in 1993 nobody had cell phones so they can just take a video whenever so I can imagine, like, you would be feeling like your privacy is being invaded. Like, he's in the middle of a coach coaching session. Steph walks in the door with a camcorder in his face like some paparazzi. It's like, I get you want to record your family. But, yes, consent, invasion of privacy. Consent is very important because you don't know if somebody feels comfortable being on camera, especially like just ask, ask permission. Like, hey, I'm filming, you know, this. She doesn't even tell him at first. Oh, like, yeah, I'm doing something for school. I'd be like, uh, well, then you're not filming me because I don't want strangers seeing this. I mean, it does make for funny TV. We'll leave it at that. Oh, she says, I'm doing a video project for school, a day in the life of the Tanners. So really, other than Stephanie, who's going to care? <laughs> I took a video editing class my senior year of high school. And I remember, what was it? mine was, we had to do a metaphor for Lowell High School. And mine was, Lowell High School is like an hourglass. And I was like putting like some quick little movie clips like, oh, baby being born. And, you know, baby being potty trained, baby taking its, you know, first steps and this and that. And then I was getting footage around the school, kids getting out of class and crowding the hallways. Gosh, what else did I get? I, I think it was mainly movie clips. <laughs> what? Honestly, ugh. 
it was not good. Honestly, if I could go back and do that again, I would have put more thought into it. I really would have. And yeah, Joey's like, Stephanie, I happen to be in the middle of a very important coaching session, which is so the fact that he's just now doling out positions on the field, I don't even think they played their first game. They probably like practiced and stuff, but I don't think because positions already would have been handed out at this point and they already got their uniforms. So, and Stephanie doesn't take this as the cue. Like, okay, well I'll just, you know, go film something else. Film comment. She does, but she's like, Oh, that's all right. Just act natural. <sighs> yeah. Tell someone to act natural when you got a camera on their face. And then she zooms in and is like, whoa, when was the last time you trimmed your nose hairs? Joey's hand immediately goes to his nose like, Steph, these are private nostrils. You can't use that. And that becomes the theme of the video. You can't use that. <laughs> the thing is, if you've ever used a camera where you're zooming in, you know it's going to be blurry as all get out. She ain't going to be able to see right up his nose. And of course, all the kids are like, ew! <laughs> Ugh. Oh, Aaron takes it one step farther. He's like, sick! <laughs> You'd think Joey were blowing snot rockets the way that these kids react. I mean, my goodness. But the thing is, if you start, I, now, I will admit, I've never done that with the nose hair trimming. Never. But once you start, you can't not keep doing it. You have no choice. It's like when you shave your legs for the first time. It's like once you do that initial first shave, it's like you will have to keep doing it and keep doing it. Because that hair is just going to keep growing. And if you're a girl like me. You don't like that prickliness of like, oh, time to go after the legs again. Here comes embarrassing couple number one here. Uh, the next victims of Stephanie's school video project. We cut to the top of the stairs. Here comes Steve, who's wearing a cream white sweater and DJ, who we find out that her necklace got caught on his sweater like on a thread on his sweater and now they're like really uncomfortably closely and it's not like she can like here let me try to get the thing off because he's pulling and it's pulling on the necklace which there's a choking hazard right there they start going down the stairs it's like they can't like call for someone to come and help them like hey someone you got some scissors great just do a little snip and then the necklace is free and you can save the sweater. But if we did that, we wouldn't have this hilarious scenario coming up. So yeah, Steve and DJ somehow managed to make it down the stairs. And she asked, like, hey, can someone help me? My necklace chain got caught on Steve's sweater. And the kids all start giggling. And Steve is like, DJ, will you watch it? Do you have any idea how expensive the sweater is? And she says, yeah, I bought it for you. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You did. And Michelle asks a question that is on everyone's minds. How did you two get stuck together? And Steve's like, well, we were upstairs studying. And Aaron jumps on that like a dog on a bone. Studying? Not! You were kissing! 
kissy face, kiss, and all the kids started chanting, kissy face, kissy face, and DJ is like, will you children please grow up, or act mature, or whatever, and you just hear Joey going, kissy face, kissy face, it's like, yes, there is no room for immaturity on this soccer team. <laughs> Mind you, Stephanie is still recording this. <laughs> Now, I would laugh. If I were a student in Stephanie's class, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I need more of the Tanner family. This is hilarious. This makes my whole day. <laughs> By far, that's probably going to be the most interesting video of the entire class, I bet. Some kid's like, here, I took a video of my dog going to the bathroom outside. Ugh. Or, I took a video of the mail person dropping off our mail. Boring. Oh, here's my mom making dinner. We're having tacos. Ugh. In Stephanie's video, it's like things happen that wouldn't normally happen. It's like it's unexpected, so that's what makes it really cool because this isn't things that would happen in normal everyday life just by chance. I mean, Stephanie's lucky enough to get it all on camera. Yeah, I love how... Joey's got this metal pointing stick, <laughs> and he's like, well, there's no room for that kind of immaturity on this team. <laughs> they're seven. Kids, they're immature at that age. Oh, and of course, DJ and Steve did not know they were being filmed, because Stephanie says, oh, my class is going to love this. And DJ is like, your class? Steph, you can't use that. And Stephanie says, I have no choice. It's too hilarious. It's too funny not to. She says, I have to. It's too goofy not to share with the world. Oh, you know if she filmed that on her phone, that would be going straight up on YouTube. A hundred percent. Think about it. She could even make a series of just funny things going on in the Tanner house. This makes me think of season five when Max, Jackson, and Ramona are all up in the attic attic looking for, you know, through the old, you know, Tanner stuff. And Max brings up the fact that, like, he's talking about Michelle and saying, Aunt Michelle fell off a horse. You know, that last home video was just a lot of crazy things happen which is eight seasons of a tv show to us but it's like eight ye plus years of home memories for them <laughs> and it seems like max was the only one that cared because he he knew all of that stuff like oh this thing hanging here yeah this is when uh, mom and aunt stephanie and aunt michelle were honeybees where have you been you really need to watch these home videos. They got really crazy at the end. So DJ decides to chase Stephanie around the room trying to get the camcorder. And as she's doing so, remind you that that necklace is still attached to that string, which immediately <laughs> Steve's shirt just starts unwrapping. You see that string going around the room as DJ is chasing Stephanie around the living room. <laughs> Luckily, she doesn't go, like, she passes over, like, the, behind the kids, but enough to, like, let's move this string out of the way so we're not, like, uh, clotheslining any of the kids as I'm chasing my sister around. Gah. So, yeah, let's 
hear how this goes. Okay. We are now entering the Tanner household. Uh, Steph, what's the deal with the video camera? I'm doing a video project for school. A day in the life of the Tanners. <laughs> Stephanie, I happen to be in the middle of a very important coaching session. That's okay. Just <laughs> act natural. Yeah, because people can do that with a camera on their face. When was the last time you got around to trimming those nose hairs? Oh, Stephanie, you don't need to show that to your class. How long is that chain? As we go out of this scene, one kid, one tall kid in the back of the soccer team, actually does have to duck his head to keep from getting uh, clotheslined by that string. So yeah, let's move into the kitchen with Becky and Nikki and Alex, who are probably about two years old, three years old at this point. They're playing with Danny's... As Becky calls them, I guess, cold cut keepers, it's Tupperware. And the kids are just playing, you know, beating on the Tupperware with a plastic serving spoon and a wooden spoon. It's, it's typical. I mean, you see these pictures all the time with parents thinking, like, oh, my child made it into the covered with all the pots and pans and they're playing with the pots and pans it's 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 typical that it's like probably one of the most common childhood photos next to their first steps or something like that it seems like there's always one like of the kid playing with the pots and pans or the silverware, or the topperware, or the what, you know, whatever, cookware. Oh, she does call, okay, Uncle Danny's Tupperware. Yeah, she's like, oh, he will never forgive us if anything happens to his cold cut keeper. So this is where the boys are like, bad boys, bad boys. And Becky's like, oh, you're not bad boys. You're just running with the wrong crowd. You just got mixed up with the wrong crowd. And then she really, because they keep saying, bad boys. And she's like, oh, bad boys. Oh, you want to get down, huh? And then she starts singing the theme to the song of the cops. <laughs> wasn't singing this theme song in the 90s because it was all the, uh, how many movies, TV shows in the 90s all had a bad boys or a cops reference? Oh, I'd say quite a few of them did. So this is just like with everyone else that thinks they're alone 
<laughs> no one's going to watch them. This is when you get your most crazy. You just like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, you just you act yourself because no one's around. And then of course, here comes Uncle Jesse. <laughs> oh my God, you're caught in the act. <laughs> grabs a turkey baster using it like a microphone like she's up on stage singing bad boys now jesse is not the only one that came through the door but <laughs> stephanie came through the door with a camcorder and i love how jesse is right behind becky she doesn't realize that and he starts mimicking her dance movements until she realizes that He's watching her, and she just stops and starts laughing. <laughs> and, of course, he's like, uh, how much of that did you happen to see? And Jesse's like, oh, only the part where you're going, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they go for you? And she's like, I stop, I don't sing like that. And he's like, well, I mean, we could always check the tape. And Becky's like, Oh, or we could burn it. Steph, you can't use that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on, Beck. Be a good sport. And he chucks her to, <laughs> tucks her chin like, ah, be a good sport. <laughs> and Jesse's like, you know, I bet that's the funniest thing on your tape, isn't it, Steph? And she's like, well, I mean, it's kind of a toss-up between that and your morning pep talk to your hair. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everyone's private moments are just going to be now for public viewing. Those moments where you think you're alone and you just start singing or you start giving yourself a pep talk or you're talking to your hair like Uncle Jesse. I'm not surprised because this is Jesse. His obsessions are his hair and Elvis. And Jesse laughs it off like, well, you know, sometimes, occasionally, I, you know, yak to the guys. Because, you know, it's it's like a plant, you know? It's like when you talk to a plant. Jesse turns to Stephanie, he's like, you have that on tape? And she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, every inspirational word. I laughed, I cried, but mostly I laughed. I love how Becky throws Jesse's words right back at him. Like, oh, come on, Jess, be a good sport. And Jesse, hands on his hips, I'll be a great sport once I get that tape. Steph, give me the tape. And he starts running after her. Tape, right, Steph? 
Well, it's kind of a toss-up between that and your morning pep talk to your hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I occasionally yap to the yap to the guys because you know it's like it's like uh, it's like a plant. You know, like when you talk to a plant. You have that on tape. Oh yeah, every inspirational word. I laughed, I cried, but mostly I laughed. Oh come on, Jess. Be a good sport. I'll be a great sport. So I get that tape. Steph, give me the tape. Okay, so we get out to the field. This is not game day. This is basically just practice. Joey's getting the kids all set up and ready to go for their kicking drills so they can practice, you know, kicking into the net, the soccer ball into the net. So if they're in a game, they get lucky enough to get the ball and get it near the net, they will have an opportunity to kick. They'll know what to do. And of course, Michelle is loving this. He's like, I love soccer. At home, I'm not allowed to kick anything. I think that definitely soccer, I mean, you gotta want to get worn out. Go play soccer. Run up and down the field. Uh, I think we... I'm trying to remember if... Like, we did the drills where you're, like, trying to kick a soccer ball between the... Or, you know, down a line of orange cones. And at first I'm like, well, this isn't a game because we don't have an opposing team. But we do have... I'm guessing these are the parents of the kids. They're just hanging out on the sidelines in those folding chairs. Just watching their grandkids or kids you know do practice these drills because I'm like why else would they be there it's not like someone's setting up shop at the park like hey there's some kids playing soccer I'm gonna sit and watch they're not playing a game it's just practice but I'll watch I got nothing else to do today that soccer ball is literally the size of Michelle's head it is huge so, yeah, he's got the kids kicking the balls into the net. Derek is the goalie. Of course, he does not really seem to grasp what the responsibilities of a goalie is. Because when someone kicks a ball into the net, it goes right into the net. He actually hops out of the way. And, yeah, Joey is like, Derek, um... The job of the goalie is actually to block the soccer ball from getting into the net. And, of course, I mean, it looks like Derek is wearing gloves, which I do believe they do make goalie gloves. Because, you know, trying to block those shots as a goalie, I mean, I was not a goalie, but I can imagine, like, any inflated ball, whether it's a basketball, a football, a soccer ball, a dodgeball, it's coming at you at a high speed. It's going to hurt. So you're going to want some protective, especially if you have to stop the ball with your hands, which mainly, you know, pertains to soccer. You're going to want some protective handwear, gloves, something. Not to mention, most likely, some type of gloves that maybe have a grip on them. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, he puts the kids on pause, like, hold up a minute from shooting any more soccer balls at Derek. He goes over to Derek and was like, Derek, I think I forgot to mention that this is soccer. It's not dodgeball, okay? And I understand Derek's fear of being hit by a soccer ball. It's like, yeah, those things are bound to smart. Yeah, he, Joey says the goalie's allowed to stop some of these shots. Well, I'd say all of them, but some of them, you know. 
Yeah, Tarek says, but the ball travels so quickly, it's bound to smart. There you go, just put your hands up and it won't. And Joey's like, oh yeah, it's bound to smart. Yeah, I guess that part got by me. Look, well, it's not going to smart as much as you think, okay? Yeah, I love how Joey's being supportive. He pats Derek on the shoulders like, so hang in there, son, alright? So he has the kids resume shooting soccer balls into the net. For I honestly, I would have said, hey, Derek, why don't you step out for a second and I will demonstrate how to stop the balls. Because, like I said, it's not like they had YouTube where it's like, hey, let me, I'm sure you could search YouTube and search soccer goalie and, you know, demonstrations of different soccer techniques. I, I, I know there are soccer techniques where, you know, there's some that, you know, try to, like, hit the ball with their head or they hit it with their chest or they hit it with their knee or, or, or whatever. But I honestly just think what else would these kids have to go by based on the instructions that Joey is giving them? I'm sure maybe you go to the library, you'll find books on soccer. But I just think it would have been great to have someone like Joey step in there and just like, all right, Derek, you stand over there. You're going to watch me, watch what I do, and try to mimic that. So that way he can show Derek that, yeah, it's not going to hurt as much as you think. All you're doing is you're trying to stop the soccer ball from getting into the net. So Danny, I guess, got out of work early or whatever because he's coming in with his... uh, work shirt and tie. He's like, hey, Joey, what's up? How's the squad doing this year? This year? It sounds like Joey is making this like a regular thing, like with previous soccer squads. And Joey immediately takes on this Caddyshack Bill Murray impersonation, which I've never seen Caddyshack. I don't know if I really would want to. It just doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Like, oh, well, yeah, we got the, uh, you're going with the youth movement and all that and blah 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 it's like okay joey yeah he says oh it's a rebuilding year so you know we're going with the youth movement and you know the tykes they like to put the ball boot to the ball (laughs) like joey so we got that going for us which you know is a plus when you think about it like oh joey just just talk normal just just he's asking a question you don't need to put on another persona so Alright, it's Michelle's turn up at to kick the soccer ball. She runs up to it, she kicks and misses. And of course, some of the kids on the sidelines or teammates are starting to giggle. Like, that's alright, just give it a shot again. And Danny's like, honey, just concentrate. It's a big net and a small ball. He says, alright, make it happen. Oh, dear. We don't need the commentary, please. One kid, when they pull away from the shot and it goes, you know, the, you know, the camera pulls back. You see for a split second, it looks like some kid is bored out of their mind. Like, well, I'm going to lay on the ground. Uh. So she tries it again, doesn't even get anywhere near the soccer ball. And when she swings her foot up, her soccer cleat just flies into the air because she didn't tie it, apparently. Well, there we go. Derek caught the shoe. He's like, yes, Derek S. Boyd with a save. Good for you, Derek. It's a start. And Danny, you know, being supportive, like, oh, Michelle, honey, that's okay. That was a nice try. And then he's like, Joey, uh, she's not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
good. At least Chubby's like, Danny, come on. It's her first day. And like, yeah, she's just learning. And look how much fun she's having. I think she's trying to get her shoe back on. And now it's like Danny's comparing DJ and Steph. He's like, I don't know. I mean, DJ and Steph were natural athletes. Natural athletes. Well, I mean, I get it. The Tanner Twister with Stephanie in Little League. You had DJ in soccer. And then you had her doing her karate thing. The only sport we know that Steph played on was that Little League team. Danny's. And then, I guess in Season 5 when she goes out with Josh... She's playing on another Little League team. But you can't compare one kid to another. Like, oh, well, these my other two had great talent in sports. But this one here, it's like, you're not even giving her a chance. Like Joey said, it's her first day. These kids gotta get a feel for what it means to kick the ball and get comfortable with it. Before they could probably even think about shooting into the net. Like, that's why you have them, like, practice, you know, dribbling, you know, with the ball with their feet, you know, going through the orange cones. That way, when you're running with the ball, you need to have control over the ball. Otherwise, it's just going to get away from you or someone's going to swoop in and take it from you and, you know, try to score a goal with it. So... Danny's being a little bit harsh. She is really, it's like he's expecting too much too soon from Michelle. Or he's kind of like casting her aside like, oh, well, DJ and Steph were natural athletes. I mean, I don't have much hope for Michelle after seeing her uh, two failed attempts at kicking the soccer ball that's right in front of her. Oh, he says, well, DJ and Steph, they took after me. They were natural athletes. All we know about Danny, as far as an athlete goes, is he ran track, I thought, and also something to do with the high jump. And Danny hits the nose on the head. He's like, well, I guess for Michelle to become a great soccer player, she's going to need a little practice. Duh, Danny, you think? These kids aren't just born doing this. They might have a, a natural talent, but they you got to hone that talent, and you got to train them. You got to get them... It, it it takes time. You don't throw a kid into a game that's never held a baseball bat before or held a baseball glove and think they're just going to pick it up automatically. No. That's why you practice. And you have practices before games. So you know what you're doing. You're not just being tossed out in the waves and say, hey, Swim. Okay, I don't know anybody who attempted to try to put on a shoe while they were standing up. Like, because she's got her leg bent. Like, here, let me just slip this shoe on. Not that simple. <laughs> Usually, either you can be sitting down and put on a shoe, but I don't think you want to be trying to... I mean, unless you're just slipping your feet into it, it's not a big deal. Which I honestly don't see why those shoes have to have laces on them anyway. I honestly think that the shoes, the cleats, the sports cleats, just have them be slip-ons. Why bother with laces? It's just going to become a problem. Trying to pick out a knot. Like, oh my gosh, why didn't I double knot these laces? Like, 
such a pain. Just have it be a slip-on shoe and be done with it. That's what I like. I like the slip-on shoes. They're simple. They're quick. You slip them on and you go. You don't got to worry about the laces. You don't got to worry about the laces become undone and then you got to retie them and all that stuff. So Joey's like, well, Danny, I think her soccer's fine. I think her two, uh, shoe tying needs a little work. A typical kid probably would try to put their shoe on as they're walking or as they're standing. Okay, everybody, let's set up for our kicking drills. Let's go. Come on, let's hustle. Let's go, you guys. Okay, okay, let's get it together. Hey, Michelle. Joey, this is great. I love soccer. At home, I'm not allowed to kick anything. <laughs> okay, get over here, little kicker. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Okay, all right, everybody, hold it up for just a second, all right? Okay. Uh, Derek, I think I forgot to mention this is soccer, not dodgeball, okay? The goalie's allowed to stop some of these shots. But the ball travels so quickly. It's bound to smart. Bound to smart. Yeah, I guess that kind of got by me. Uh, well, it's not going to smart as much as you think, okay? So hang in there, son. All right? Okay, let's go, everybody. Come on. Let's get it together. Come on. Hey, Joy. Oh, hey, Danny. Hey, how's the squad coming this year? Well, uh, it's a rebuilding year, so uh, you know, we're going with the youth movement. And, uh, you know, the Tykes, they like to put the boot to the ball, so we got that going for us, which, uh, you know, is a plus when you think about it. <laughs> okay, Michelle, your turn. <laughs> Honey, just concentrate. It's a big net and a small ball. Make it happen. Danny, you're not helping. That's okay, Michelle. Nice try. Joey, she's not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good? Oh, Danny, come on. It's her first day. She's just learning, and look how much fun she's having. I don't know. DJ and Steph, they were natural athletes. They took after me. I guess in order for Michelle to become a good soccer player, she's going to need a little practice. <laughs> Danny, I think her soccer's fine. I, I think her shoe tying needs a little work. So Danny's in the backyard with Michelle. He's got two miniature garbage pails out there with the covers on as a goal. He's standing right between them and he's like doing play-by-play -play. like Tanner steps up to the ball and gives it a kick and she gives a half-hearted kick. It goes through because Danny just steps out of the way of the ball. And he's like, goal, yeah! Just throwing his hands up in the air. He's so excited. Michelle just looks like... I don't know how many hours they've been out there, but uh, she looks like she's ready to uh, call it a day. 48 straight goals. So he's done that 48 times. What is Danny wearing? He's got, like, high-waisted... Like gym teacher pants that go up past his navel. He's got a white t-shirt and then he's got this like 2XL like button up type shirt with like a 
says something on the pocket. And I'm just like, where did that come from? That doesn't look like something Danny would own. So it's too big for him. Like, the sleeves are, like, rolled up. But I can see after 48 straight goals, Michelle's probably, like, her, her legs probably tired. It's just, it's just, don't want to do this. Plus, Danny could actually spread those goals maybe a smidge more apart and actually act like a goalie, like he's trying to stop the shot, like give her a little bit of... So it makes it more of an effort that she's actually trying to get it past him, because all Danny's doing, as soon as the ball even gets near the, the fake goals, he just steps out of the way. It's like, that's not <laughs> really helping. You're letting her win. How is that going to challenge her? A goalie's not just going to step out of the way of the ball because you're shooting it into the net. Like, oh, here, I'll give you this one. Like, no, they're not going to do that. So she's like, 48 straight goals. Isn't this a good time to go in for supper, Dad? And he tells her, sweetheart, we have plenty of time. <sighs> he tells her, remember, the better you play, the more you're going to like soccer. And she says, I thought I already did like soccer. He's not making it fun for her. I'd be like, hey, get Derek over there and they and he can pretend to be the goalie. And or or just have them, you know, practice shooting the you know, passing the ball back and forth as they're running. I mean, I know that backyard's not huge, but give her something to it's just her and Danny. You know, Danny's acting like a drill sergeant, which is probably tampering her enjoyment of it. Oh, here we go. We got Kimmy. <laughs> she says, Hey, guess what, String Bean? Thanks to me, you can say goodbye to irritating pests. And Danny looks at her and says, Oh, you're moving. No, she got a bug zapper, which is supposed to kill, like, mosquitoes and other flying things. Apparently it kills a squirrel. He's like, Oh, no, don't worry about it. He's just stunned. Hey, how many fingers am I holding up? God. I forgot that, yeah, she lives, like, right next door to them. But you, I mean, this is, like, probably the first or second time that we've actually seen her on the other side of the fence. Uh, she tells him, no, I just put in the heavy-duty bug zapper, the insect inferno. Yeah, she says, this baby gets them all. Pesky flies, annoying mosquitoes, nearsighted squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. She's like, oh, well, don't worry. He's only stunned. She puts up two fingers like, hey, how many fingers do you see? Yeah, like the squirrel's going to answer you. And Danny's like, oh, I got to build a higher fence. They have so much greenery back there in that backyard. It is ridiculous. Pers person could get lost out in that backyard with all that greenery. So Danny's like, all right, Michelle, time to get back to business. And this is where Jesse steps out onto the porch and just is kind of watching this. And then we get a little facet into Jesse's childhood where I guess his dad signed him up for Little League and just had Jesse make so many throws with the baseball that eventually I guess Jesse just wound up hating baseball at some point. But yeah, Michelle's like, Daddy, why can't we go in now? It's like, she is getting sick of it. I can't blame her. I wouldn't want to be out there for an hour just kicking balls into between two garbage pails. The, especially if there's no challenge. How boring is that? 
I hate it. Oh my god. Danny is not the one. I honestly think Joey would have been better because he actually is her coach. But Danny's all like, sweetheart, you know what they say. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, she says, why can't they say, let's eat? Really, is the rest of the family in there eating dinner and you're just making Michelle, like, kick all these soccer, the soccer ball constantly? Oh, my goodness. Danny, dude, this is not the way to make her a soccer player. And I don't agree with them saying, like, oh, she's not good. Like, dude, it's the first day. Chill. She'll get there. I may not have been the greatest player there. I never scored a goal, but I kept showing up. I didn't quit. I'm sure at one point I probably wanted to, but I didn't. Jesse finally voices his opinion like, Hey, Danny, don't you think it's time to call it quits? And Danny says, Well, Jess, all I'm trying to do is make Michelle a better soccer player. <laughs> Based on what? Jesse was a coach for DJ when she was in soccer, and Joey is a coach for Michelle. <sighs> Danny, ugh. Aggravating me, aggravating me completely. Yeah, Jesse's like, yeah, you sound like my dad. All he wanted to do was make me a better baseball player, but he pushed me so hard, the guy scarred me for life. He says, each day after school, he'd crouch behind the plate, so I take it his dad took him to an empty baseball field and had Jesse throw a hundred strikes before dinner. Oh my god. Every day after school, uh, like a hundred times? That's going to mess up your arm after a while. Your arm's going to be dead. And Danny asks, well, how'd that scar you for, for life? And just as I said, as Jesse says, to this day, I hate baseball. That's the thing. You don't want Michelle to hate soccer. Which I think she's going to if Danny keeps doing what he's doing. And Jesse says, and I still get hungry every time I see a Greek man squat. I don't, that's a, uh, oh, he must be thinking of his dad because his dad is Greek. Oh, okay. And Danny said, well, that's not going to happen to Michelle. I'm an excellent soccer coach. Really? Really? You are? Then why weren't you coaching DJ instead of Jesse? Or better yet, why aren't you coaching Michelle and her team if you're such an excellent soccer coach? Because we've never seen it happen. We got eight years with these kids growing up. Not once did I see Stephanie interested in soccer. I mean, I've seen Danny. The only thing I saw Danny coach was Stephanie's Little League episode. Well, her and Rusty. I wonder what happened to Rusty. Quinn, what do you think happened to Rusty? You think he went to military school? <laughs> Quinn's got this look on her face like, I could care less. Who's Rusty? <laughs> Jesse is like, how do you know anything about soccer? I've never seen you kick anything but a tire on a car and you missed. It, this makes me think of... Yeah. Jesse's like, when have you ever kicked anything? The only thing I ever... Or when have you ever kicked a soccer ball? The only thing I ever saw you kick was a tire and you missed. And that makes me think of Danny's big 3-0 from season one, where, of course, his car bullet was destroyed and Jesse had it towed to the backyard and... Jesse is trying to help Danny get his anger out. Like, just kick the tire. Kick the tire. 
And it looks like Danny kicks the tire, and then I don't even think he touches it, and it just, the tire just deflates <laughs> on impact. So now Danny is going to do a little show here. Like, hey, you just give me a little room, and I will demonstrate my amazing soccer skills. So Danny tells, like, hey, you see that knot hole, knot hole in the fence there? Well, don't take your eyes off it. And Danny goes playing to the left, swing the right, and kapowie! Goes right over the fence into Giddler's yard and smashes into her insect inferno. You hear that soccer ball deflate on impact. I wish we could see this thing in action, but you only get the sound effects. I love how Josie imitates Danny. Plant the left, swing the right, and kapowie! And then he puts his hands for Danny's face, like, <laughs> imitating the bug zapper. <laughs> oh, Michelle, such a smart aleck. She looks at Danny says, Daddy, how long do you want us to watch that knot hole? <laughs> and of course, Kimmy pops her head over the fence and says, Hey, you owe me 90 bucks for a new in- insect inferno. Oh, is that the knot hole he was talking about? That big old hole in the fence? And Danny's like, what are you talking about? It's like, Danny, you heard the thing deflate and sizzle. And Kimmy says, I give you exhibit A. She has a prong fork that you would use for, you know, meat on a grill to flip it. And she's got it stuck right through that soccer ball. (laughs) And the thing is still smoking and charred. Danny takes it, looks at it and says, oh, great balls of fire. And apparently Stephanie was hiding in the bushes filming this the entire time. Stephanie says, oh, this is definitely two thumbs up. They'll probably show this on parent night. I doubt it. And of course, again, just like everyone else so far with Joey, DJ, Becky, and Jesse, Danny's like, Steph, wait, you can't use that. Steph, Steph, it's embarrassing. Tanner's all alone right up at the net. It's just her and the goaltender. She takes a mighty kick and... Is that what you call it? Yeah, that was a half-hearted kick. There's 48 straight goals for Michelle Tanner. 48 straight. A good time to go in for supper, right, Dad? Sweetheart, we still have plenty of time. I'm sure she'd rather be doing homework. The more you're going to like soccer. I thought I liked it already. (laughs) Hey, guess what, string bean? Thanks to me, you can say goodbye to irritating pests. You're moving? (laughs) No. I just put in a heavy-duty bug zapper, the insect inferno. This baby gets them all. Pesky flies, annoying mosquitoes, nearsighted squirrels. Oh, but don't worry, he's only stunned. Hey, how many fingers do you see? I gotta build a higher fence. All right, Michelle, it's time to get back to business, okay? Sweetheart, you know what they say, practice makes perfect. Why can't they say, let's eat? Hey, Danny, don't you think it's time to call it quits? Jess, all I'm trying to do is make Michelle a better soccer player. Sound like my dad. All he was trying to do was make me a better baseball player. But he pushed me so hard, the guy scarred me for life. I mean, after school each day, he he crouched behind the plate, and I had to throw 100 strikes before I was allowed to eat dinner. How did that scar you for life? To this day, I hate baseball, Still get hungry every time I see a Greek man squat. It's not gonna 
happen to Michelle? I have to be an excellent soccer coach. Yeah, right. You know soccer. Terrible you, know, and you kick anything but a tire on a car, and you missed. <laughs> hey, have you guys just give me a little bit of room here? I will demonstrate my amazing soccer skills. Okay. Mm -hmm. You guys see the knot hole the fence right there? Uh huh. Uh -huh. Well, don't take your eyes off it. Plant the left, swing the right, and kapowie! <laughs> Well, that sounds about in my song. Plant the left, swing the right, and kapowie! <laughs> Daddy, how long do you want us to watch that knot hole? <laughs> hey, you owe me 90 bucks for a new insect inferno. What are you talking about? I give you exhibit A. Uh, great balls of fire. So it looks like it's the first game for Michelle and Joey's a coach. And we got Jesse and Danny also shouting instructions to Michelle. You know, Joey's like, don't bunch, bunch up, just, you know, spread out and everything. Like, yeah, because if you're all bunching up, the team... Ugh. What it, there's a book that I had read that referred to kind of like peewee soccer, you know, for like kids that are under the age of eight, as swarm ball, which is basically what the kids all swarm the ball at once, and it's like it's not going in any direction, really. As in no offense or defense is being accomplished. Stephanie runs up the field with a camcorder... <laughs> Because she's filming the kids. And she's like, oh, did I miss anything? And Jesse says, or Joey's like, yeah, just your dad and your uncle Jesse acting like a couple of meddling Badinskis. Because even Joey eventually has to say, hey, look, guys, you see what's on this shirt? It says, coach, can you let me do my job, please? Of course, Stephanie's like, why am I never around for the Kodak moments? Steph, you have so much goofy crazy stuff on that what you got your footage what you got is already fine why in the world does danny step out onto the field to have a quick chat with michelle in the middle of a play you don't do that yeah he stops her in the middle of heading down the field it's like michelle listen to me the game is tied three to three there's only a minute left i want you to be aggressive Ugh, danny stop being a helicopter Soccer parent. Yeah, he says, I want you to go out there, go for that ball, and score. Danny's like, we can win, honey. And she says, okay, daddy. Oh, here, Jesse thinks that he's got to go and impart some wisdom into Michelle. He says, wait a minute, it's okay if you don't, all right? He says, it's just a game. Life goes on. Yeah, and Jesse continues like, tomorrow you're going to wake up. Sun will be shining. Birds will be singing. You have your health. You have most of your teeth. So where Danny is stripped, Jesse's laughs. Like, don't remember or don't forget, you know, this is just a game. Life does go on. Just have fun. The world isn't going to end if you don't win. And Michelle is taking all this information to heart. Like, okay, Uncle Jesse. Finally, Joey steps in. It's like, come on, guys. I got a game going on. You see what's on my shirt? It says coach. Now, will you let me do my job? I'd be like, if there's a minute left, that minute would probably be over. But, like, the game's already been won, everybody. Sorry. He, he tells Michelle, go on, Michelle, get in there. Let's go. 
So Michelle gets the ball, and Dan's like, we got the ball now, we can win, Michelle. And Jesse's like, it's just a game, remember that. So Michelle is going the wrong way, because Joey's like, Michelle, turn around, you're going the wrong way. I mean, like, um, there's no one trying to get the ball from you. There's a reason for that, because you're going in the wrong direction. But Michelle is so hyper-focused on scoring this goal, she ends up kicking it into the goal net and winning the game for the other team. She doesn't realize it because the opposing team is clapping her on the back and she's, oh, wow, you guys are good losers. And, of course, Aaron comes over and is like, hey, did you happen to see who the goalie is? And Michelle looks over and is like, yeah, that guy looks like Derek. Like, yeah, it is Derek. You just scored the winning goal for the other team. We lost because of you. I love how we get, like, the blue team. They're all standing there just, you know, let, like, let her do her thing. We're going to win anyway. And then you see some of the parents on the sidelines are like, No, no, what are you doing? Come the other way. Okay. And Jesse's like, Michelle, you'll have a lot more fun if you're going that way. Like, she is so hyper-focused. It's like she's blocked out anything. Any advice, anything. She's like, her eyes on the prize of that goal. Even Derek, who's in the goal, is like waving his hands like that way. Turn around. Go that way. She doesn't, she's not even looking at who's in the goalpost area. Or who's the goalkeeper. Of course, we see Derek in slow motion try to stop the ball as Michelle shoots it. And Danny is screaming, Michelle, no! After Michelle, because she's so excited that she scored a goal, she's like, I scored, I scored, I scored. She's jumping up and down. Is that really true? Like, the other team, if you, like, the opposing, like, let's say you shoot your soccer ball into the opposing team's net, is it true that they get that point? Ugh. Danny's got his head out, hand on the back of his head, like, ugh. And Joey's like, oh my gosh, they'll never let me coach soccer again after this. Yeah, the, the blue team all comes up to her and is like, way to go, all right? Thank you, thank you. You made our work that much easier. Because the game was tied three to three. Yeah, Michelle's like, thank you. You guys are good losers. Oh, somebody actually says, not exactly. And Michelle's now swarmed by her team who are shooting daggers at her in anger. Just like... Uh, they're, they're glaring at, they could not be more angry with her. That's why somebody didn't, like, come up and, like, one of her teammates, like, tackle Michelle. Like, hey, you're going the wrong way. Or just, like, try to take the ball from her and go in the other direction or something. Yeah, Aaron's the one that pretty much is the voice for the whole team. He says, nice work, Michelle. And she's surprised, like, what? I scored the winning goal. And Aaron says, did you happen to see who the goalie is? And Michelle finally turns and, like, really looks. Like, oh, yeah, he looks like Derek. Yeah, he is Derek. We see poor Derek sitting on the ground. He's just slamming his fist into the ground like, oh. Yeah, he says, you, yeah, it is Derek. You scored for the other team. We lost because of you. And all the kids just, like, turn their backs on her and walk away. I swear Aaron is literally the smallest kid there. Does that kid ever get taller? 
I don't, maybe in season eight, he gets a smidge taller, but still, everyone is literally so much taller than this kid. The kids all turn and they're like, oh, forget you, Michelle. Bye. Derek just walks past her and doesn't bother to say, like, oh, Michelle. None of them say, hey, maybe you shouldn't be on this team anymore. Like, oh, we don't want you here. Or something hurtful. No, they just pretty much turn their backs on her. Wave her, like, ugh, you don't matter right now. You're, ugh. And it's kind of stink because this is, li that was literally their first game ever. It's one thing to try to win and then you end up losing, but you put in the effort. But the fact that, I mean, it's not like Michelle... If she had went in the other direction, I mean, she would have been putting in the effort. But I just wish, it's like, why couldn't one of the other teammates run up to her, grab the ball, go in the other direction? But then again, if that were the case, this wouldn't be called Wrong Way Tanner, which you'll find out how the episode gets its title. Michelle, if you feel like you have to bunch up, I say, what the heck, go ahead, bunch. Bunch if you have to. Have... I don't think bunching uh, now and again ever hurt anyone. No one wants to bunch. Come on, honey. Come on. 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 Daddy, get off the field! You see any other parents going out onto the field to talk to the kids? It's okay if you don't win, alright? It's just a game. I mean, life goes on. Tomorrow you're gonna wake up, you know, the sun will be shining, the birds will be singing, you have your health, you have most of your teeth. Okay. Guys, come on, I got a game going on. You see what's on my shirt? It says coach, so let me do my job. Michelle, come on, get in there. Let's go. What's up, Eddie? Danny stop, seriously. He's being a real soccer dad right now. Notice how those kids aren't your teammates and they're congratulating you? Michelle. Poor kid. Derek doesn't even say anything. He just marches right past her. Like, I can't talk to you right now. So it seems like later that night, we go 
back to the house and we're in the kitchen. Joey's on the phone. You'd think he's talking to Derek. She's like, come on now, don't cry. I mean, who'd expect Michelle to kick the ball into her own net in the first place? And Joey tells him, well, listen, you have a little bite to eat, maybe take a nap, and you'll feel better. Joey gets off the phone, and Jesse says, wow, Derek's taking it pretty hard, huh? And Joey says, well, I don't know about that, but his father is sure a mess. And Joey says, I hope Michelle's feeling a little better. And now Danny starts blaming himself, which I kind of think he should. He's like, oh, man, it's all my fault. He says, I put so much pressure on her. I mean, she didn't know whether she was coming or going. He says, when she started, she was a happy-go-lucky kid, and then I got a hold of her, and, you know, I worked her, and I drilled her till she became an overworked, overdrilled. And while he's saying all this, he's twisting, because he's folding laundry, and he's twisting his, his boxer shorts, <laughs> and... Joey tells Danny, well, don't get your shorts in a knot or in a twist. And Danny looks down and realizes, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Joey's like, Danny, don't get your shorts in a knot. And Danny says, Joey, I'm upset. And Joey says, well, no, seriously, don't get your shorts in a knot. And jo Danny looks down and he realizes he's, like, twisting his, his boxer shorts. So Jesse is blaming himself and saying, Danny, look, it was all my fault. I mean, I was contradicting everything you guys said to her. So they're all blaming themselves for Michelle going in the wrong direction. But the thing is, that was the direction she was running to begin with. I mean, if Danny had, I mean, all the kids were running in that direction. So she just thought to go that way. They're both, Jesse and Danny are blaming themselves. Like, I'm telling you, it was my fault. No, it was my fault. And Joey says, well, you're both right. It was both your faults. Yeah, Joey's like, it wasn't any one person's fault. It was both of you. So here we go with Michelle with these, another giant scrunchie that looks like it's swallowing the back of her head. Because she doesn't have enough here worth putting in a scrunchie. But anyway, she stops on the bottom of the stairs and immediately, like, ow, 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 with her foot. And she's, like, <laughs> like hopping up and down at it, like, ow, like, ow, ow, ow. Like, it's like, you know you're not really hurt, but you're pretending you are just to get, like, because you, kn I'm not surprised that she went this route of, I don't think I can play in the next game. My I think I broke my ankle. Or I twisted it. Yeah, Danny's like, hey, Michelle, is there something wrong with your leg? And she says, yeah, I just broke it. <laughs> uh, I can definitely say, I can imagine, because I've never broken a bone before, and I kind of want to keep that streak intact. A kid breaks their bone or something, don't they usually get, they're really upset. They're, they're in pain. This going, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Clearly faker, faker. You break a bone regardless of what age, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be in pain. If you're gonna pretend to break a leg, try to make it realistic as far as... <laughs> you know, that. My goodness, Michelle. Come on now. DJ put more effort into pretending to be sick to get Stacey Q's autograph in season one. <laughs> I'm like, you need to take lessons on how to 
fake an illness or an injury from DJ. Yeah, she said, I just broke it. Now I'll never be able to play soccer again. Okay, this... What is it with the neck holes of shirts? So they're just... It just looks like it's just hanging off of her shoulder, practically. That always irritates me. Like, you need to fix that shirt so it's even on both sides. I love how Jesse's like, Wow, Michelle, you know, you're, you're really brave for coming all the way down the stairs with a broken leg. That must really hurt. And she says, Oh, it does. Look, I can't even hop on it. And then Danny's like, Well, wait a minute. I thought it was the other leg. And she's like, Oh, yeah. Kid. Yeah, she lifts her leg up. I can't even hop on it. Ow, ow. Okay, yeah, another thing. If your leg were broken, because, well, it's funny. Uh, Jesse's like, it's funny because I thought your other leg was broken. She's like, oh, yeah, ow, ow. Yeah, if your leg's broken, you're not lifting it. You're not lifting your leg. Because <laughs> you're going to be in so much pain. Danny here. Honey, I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV, but I think your leg's going to be fine. Uh, he says, I think your leg is going to be okay, but I think maybe you're just feeling bad about what happened today at the soccer game. Okay, so it did take place earlier that day. Okay. And Michelle's like, well, maybe it's not broken, but it's still kind of itchy. Yeah, it's probably got to be those shin guard sock things that you put on. No, wait, the shin guards are separate. It, it's, uh, who knows? Maybe she's allergic to the grass or something and it's making her ankles itch. I don't know. Danny at least does apologize. Like, sweetheart, I want to tell you something. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have pushed you like that. Yeah, he agrees. Yes, he did put too much pressure on her. He says, I wanted really, really bad for you to be a good soccer player. What makes him think that anything he could have done could have made her better? I mean, she wasn't horrible. My gall. And she says, that's okay, Danny, and they hug. She forgives them for being uh, pressuring her and probably making her hate. Oh, she doesn't hate soccer. I really cannot stand that giant white scrunchie that's, like, she doesn't even have enough hair to constitute even putting it in a giant scrunchie. Those things look like they would slide off so easily. Whenever I would sometimes do that, I would wear a scrunchie. Not a giant one like that, but one that I'd pull my hair back. You know, in the summertime when it's hot, it's like no one wants the hair on, hair on the back of their neck. No one wants that. But I keep have to adjust it because it started to slide down and then hair would start to come out of it. And it's like, what's the point? Ugh. It seems like any type of hair accessory you use, whether it's like either a barrette or a scrunchie or something, it seems like those seem to like result in giving you headaches. Or maybe it could just be me. And Danny says, you know, Uncle Jesse was right. You should play soccer for the fun of it. Well, yeah, that's why kids do it, to have fun. If you take all the fun out of it and you make it just work, there would be no peewee soccer teams because kids wouldn't want to play. So, D DJ, <laughs> Michelle says, I don't want to play soccer. I want to quit just like Uncle Jesse quit baseball. And she goes to leave the room and Jesse's like, wait a minute. Look, I quit baseball because I couldn't stand it. I didn't like it. But you love soccer, so you should still play. Like, don't let one incident, 
I can imagine it's got to be hard for her to face her teammates. But, yeah, don't let one incident just ruin something that you're enjoying. Yeah, he tells her, look, I hated baseball, but you love soccer. And if you love something, you got to keep doing it. Just have fun. I love how he calls her shorter. I mean, shorty. shorty. Hey, like the donkey. <laughs> we'll meet in season eight. <laughs> so, they finally have Joey get his input in here since he is Michelle's soccer coach. Because Chelsea's like, isn't that right, coach? And Joey's like, yeah, yeah. Sure, Jess, absolutely. And I love what Joey says here. He says, look, Michelle, you made a little mistake, but what do you say? You want to give it another try? And Michelle says, I mean, I want to play soccer, but everyone's just going to make fun of me. And Joey says, you know, I get it. You're embarrassed. Everybody gets embarrassed now and then. And Michelle says, not like I was today. I was the most embarrassed person in the whole wide universe ever. Times 10. <laughs> And Joey says, well, Michelle, I think I can prove to you that somewhere in the universe, there's someone out there who's just as embarrassed or even more so than you are. Oh, come on now, don't <laughs> cry. I mean, who'd expect Michelle to kick the ball into her own net in the first place? Well, listen, you, you have a little bite to eat, maybe take a nap, and you'll feel all better. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Bye-bye. Derek's taking it pretty hard, huh? Well, I don't know about that, but his father sure is a mess. <laughs> well, I hope Michelle's feeling a little better. Oh, man, it's all my fault. Put so much pressure on her, she didn't know whether she was coming or going. When she started, she was just a happy-go-lucky kid. And then I got a hold of her, and I worked her, and I, I drilled her, and so there was nothing left but just a just an overworked, overdrilled little hunk of overworked, overdrilled kid that was all... Oh, Danny, come, come. Don't get your shorts in a knot. Joey, I'm upset. No, I mean, your, your shorts are really in a nap. Oh, Dan, you know, it, it was my fault. I mean, I was contradicting everything you guys said to her. You know, I mean, I was saying one thing, you were saying one thing. Jess, I'm telling you, it was my fault. I was really, I blew it. Danny, it was my fault. I was, it was telling totally my fault. I was acting like a one I was over trying to get it all I said, yes, hey, whoa, it wasn't any one person's fault. It was both of you. Michelle, something wrong with your leg? Yeah, I just broke it. I'll never <laughs> be right. able to play soccer again. Michelle, you're very brave, <laughs> you know, coming all the way downstairs like that with a broken leg. That's really hurt. It does. Look, I can't even hop on it. Ow, ow, But you ow. could stand on it. <laughs> it's funny, because uh, I thought your other leg was broken. Jesse was right. You should just play soccer for the fun of it. But I don't want to play soccer. I want to quit. Just like Uncle Jesse quit baseball. <laughs> Hold it, Shorty. Now listen, I, I hated baseball. You love soccer. If you love something, you got to keep doing it. Right, Coach? Uh, yeah, 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 Jess. Uh, absolutely. Uh, 
Michelle, look, you made a little mistake today, but what do you say? You want to give it another try? I want to play soccer, but everybody's just going to make fun of me. Well, I know you're embarrassed, but everybody gets embarrassed now and again. Not like I was today. I was the most embarrassed person in the whole wide universe. Ever. Times ten. <laughs> Times ten, huh? Well, Michelle, I think I can prove to you that somewhere in the universe, there's someone who's a lot more embarrassed than you. So, yeah, cut to the living room with Joey and Michelle and Danny on the couch. And Joey says, Michelle, I think you'll find this informative and educational. And I love how Stephanie's sitting in the chair off to the side with the remote in her hand. She says, it's just a little something I like to call, you can't use that. And we get to see footage from all the embarrassing moments. From Joey talking to the soccer team, to DJ and Steve with her necklace and his sweater. Becky and the boys, she's singing Bad Boys, and of course, we get to see the moment that wasn't fi- we didn't see being filmed, which was Jesse talking to his hair. And then, of course, Danny in the backyard with Michelle and Jesse, he's kicking the soccer ball, it's Gibbler's in Insect Inferno, and then, of course, the wrong way soccer play with Michelle kicking the goal for the other team, the winning goal for the other team. Michelle, I think you'll find this informative and educational. It's a little something I like to call, (laughs) you can't use that. (laughs) Okay, we are now entering the Tanner household. Steph, what's the deal with the video camera? I'm doing a video project for school. (laughs) A day in the life of the Tanners. Stephanie, I happen to be in the middle of a very important coaching session right now. That would not be that clear. It'd be very blurry. Very private nostrils. You can't use that. Oh my gosh. tousled at just the right angle. Most importantly, I can't stress this enough. Never, I repeat, never fall out. Oh, hey guys, let's be careful out there today. I'm proud of you. (laughs) I knew she was there. No, you did not. All right. 
right? You guys see that knot hole in the fence over there? Uh-huh. That'll take your eyes off. Plant the left, swing the right, and kapowie! Plant the left, swing the right, and kapowie! Uh, it'd be a lot funnier if I didn't owe Gibbler 90 bucks. Just so you don't think everyone in Santa's is a nut bar, here's Comet. Comet, come get your rubber pork chop. Come here, boy. Come here, boy. Pork chop. Whoa! I certainly can't use that. <laughs> Ew! Plus, he was just drinking water, so he's probably dribbling water all over her face. I'm sure you do. Was she literally right behind the net? I didn't see her. Oh. Well. about it now. See, Michelle, the best thing you can do when you get embarrassed is just laugh at yourself. It'll get you through some really tough times. Yeah, yeah I've done so that before. Do you think that leg of yours is feeling good enough to play soccer again? I don't know, Daddy. Oh, we got that big rematch against the Badgers Saturday. They got a rematch well, against everybody him? everybody starts making fun of me? Well, just be cool and laugh along with them. You're right, Uncle Jesse. All I did was score on the wrong goal. Not like I talked to my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay, all right, all right. I think she gets it. I think she gets it. Steph, give me the tape. Give me the tape. Nope. She probably already made a copy. So, yeah, we also get to see Comet on the tape, which we didn't see her filming him. But, yeah, he's, like, drinking water, and then she puts this plastic dog pork chop thing in front of him, and he runs over to her, knocks her down, and then he starts licking her face. I'm like... Ew, you know after you drink water, it's going to be all dribbling out his mouth. <laughs> when he's licking her face. Oh, my goodness. But, of course, yes, and then we do get to see Jesse talking to his hair. Making sure, like, oh, let's be careful out there, guys. And you've been shampooed, conditioned, and not oiled. And he says something about just hanging over my face and a tousled look. At, like, 90-degree angle or whatever. And so, was Stephanie, like, filming this in, like, the linen closet in their bathroom? Because when you, she's filming it, you can see, like, she's, like, in a closet that's got, like, the little uh, see-through slats in the door. And just like, oh, my gosh, Stephanie. That is, that is an invasion of privacy. I mean, what if he had to go to the bathroom right after that? It's like, I, yeah. And, of course, <laughs> we see that Steve's shirt unraveled to the point where all he had left was his sleeves. And then DJ apologizes, like, Steve, I'm sorry about your sweater. And he's like, don't worry, my mom can use the, the sleeves as leg warmers. That's cute. And then, of course, we do get to Michelle scoring the winning goal for the other team. And you do see Michelle's smile kind of disappear. And then she does kind of, kind of, 
look, you know, side to side. Everyone's kind of looking for her reaction. And she plays it off like, hey, at least I get my shoe on this time. I mean, it's not like I talk to my hair or anything. And everyone just laughs. And Joey does offer good advice. Like, sometimes, like, hey, when you're embarrassed, just laugh it off. Like, it's no big deal. I mean, depending on the amount of embarrassment, of course. If it's something white, like, oh, I just, uh, I, I don't know. Some little thing that you can just as easily laugh off like it's no big deal. I mean, I wouldn't be like, ah, I just tripped over my own foot in the supermarket. Ah. No, because I did do that one time, and that hurts. Because well, shopping malls, they have, that's a cement floor under that linoleum. And when you put your hands out like you're falling, your hands are going to take the impact, and you know it's going to burn. Like, ah. <laughs> so they ask Michelle, like, hey, you sure you don't want to give Sakura another try? We do have that rematch against the Badgers coming up Saturday. So it seems like almost this is the second weekend in a row, second Saturday in a row that they're playing another game, which I would guess that's how that goes. So she's worried that everyone's just going to make fun of her, which I get it. It would be embarrassing to show my face after I made a big mistake like that. Uh, yep, now we're going to go and get to the beginning of the next soccer match. So you guys decide to show up. Is there a rule in this league? Don't you have to be like, uh, say, this tall to be obnoxious? <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> okay, you guys ready to get out there and beat those Badgers? Hey, Joey, isn't there a way we can trade Aaron for a loudmouth to be named later? That's okay, Daddy. He doesn't bother me one bit. Come on, everybody, let's go! I was going to say, you know I'm taller than you, right, Aaron? We got Joey, of course, since he's the coach. We got Danny and Jesse. Jesse was with Michelle. And Aaron, of course, loudmouth Aaron is all like, oh, you guys have decided to show up. And I love Jesse. He's like, oh, do you have to be like this tall to be considered obnoxious? And he holds his hand like a foot off above Aaron's head. And just Aaron's like trying to like reach the bottom of Jesse's hand. And Jesse just says this like, oh, this kid. <laughs> Look, it's just like, isn't there a rule in this league? Don't you have to be like this tall to be considered to be obnoxious? And Aaron just starts like jumping <laughs> to meet that height. Like, oh my gosh, this kid. So Joey's like, all right, are you guys ready to go out there and beat those badgers? And of course, the kids are all like, yeah. And Aaron turns and looks at Michelle. And says, I know we are, but I don't know about Wrong Way Tanner, which, of course, that's the name of the episode, Wrong Way Tanner. And Danny says, hey, Joey, isn't there a way we can trade Aaron for a loudmouth to be named later? And I love Michelle, like, it's okay, Daddy. He doesn't bother me one bit. And she gets her, like, tough girl face, like, come on, come at me, Aaron. Come on, I ain't scared of you. <laughs> Let's go. 
Um, Michelle's like, come on, everybody, let's get out there. And she starts running off the field. And everyone's like, Michelle, come on, the field's over here. She starts running. She stops, looks back, and it's like, gotcha. <laughs> she just laughs it off. And it's funny because when they pull the camera back, we see like the Badgers, the blue team, is on the field, like, waiting for, I'm guessing, the... I forgot what their act was it like Thunder something? I can't remember Michelle's actual team name. But it's almost like they're waiting for the team. Like, are you guys like ready to go? Because we're ready to get the game started. You can have your little powwow later. Or your little pep talk. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're like, the blue team's standing there like waiting like for the red team to get their, you know, their heads in gear like let's go here what's up what's the hold up why is that kid running off the field <laughs> oh yeah it's the kid that uh, scored the winning goal for us last time maybe we'll get lucky and she'll do it again this time <laughs> and that's it that's how the episode ends i thought this was a fun episode to do in honor of mary kate and ashley olsen for their birthday this year so, the best outfit of the episode, I want to give it to Stephanie. I really like, it's like a green and white plaid overall with, like, a white shirt underneath. And it, she had, a, like, a matching green and white kind of plaidish headband. I, I do like when they color coordinate with, like, the headbands and the scrunchies and whatnot to go with the color of the outfit. For worst outfit of the episode, hands down, I'm giving it to Danny's, it looked like an auto mechanic shirt or something that was just, it looked like a size or two too big on him. One or up outfit, I definitely do want to give it to Becky. She had this, um, it looked like a, a long white crocheted, like, sweater that was connected by, um, a little wood piece or something that kind of kept it closed. But I just, I thought that, I, I really thought that was cute. One thing I did notice about Jesse this episode, and I don't know if this is just this episode or goes on in season seven, but, and I, at first I thought it was like a trick of like the lighting, because you know the lighting on the set and everything. But it seems like almost like John Stamos did have a little bit of light brownish coloring on the top because I'm used to Jesse having you know dark brown almost bordering on you know black hair but if you see it in in this episode Runway Tanner take a look at the top of his head and even on the sides it's like he had light chocolate brown highlights put in and it's just it's it's weird it's like eh. It's kind of off-putting, really. Tanner teachable moment for this episode. Always remember to tell your kids if they're playing a sport, you know, have fun. Don't take it too, too seriously. You know, just, you know, do your best. And if you don't, you know, win the game or something happens, don't be down on yourself. You know, everyone else, everyone's got their own talents and where they are really good and where maybe they're not as good, which isn't a bad thing. 
But doing what Danny did, it's like you're going to make your kid not want to play that sport if you're going to be. Because they're going to need a break. It's like they were just practicing earlier. Now what? they got to come home and practice for another few hours? They need some release from that. It's like they're in school all day. You know, the sport is something to get their energy out in there where they can, you know, make friends and learn how to be part of a team and work together and everything. But don't go the Danny route, please. Let them enjoy the sport. And if maybe they're, they don't have to be an all-star on the field. They don't. And don't make them feel like they, that's expected of them. Just do your best. Have a good time. Just have fun, because those are the memories you're going to want to look back on and just like, gosh, I remember when I played this sport, it was so fun and enjoyable and I made some good friends and stuff like that. Me, on the other hand, you know, I, I've said this before, I grew up, I was very, very shy. This was a big thing for me, going and playing soccer when I was 13. One thing that really stressed me out is with a practice and one-on-one, pick somebody, and I, I hated that. I, I did not like that at all. I'm not saying those girls were mean to me. They weren't, but it was just for someone who's shy and doesn't really, isn't really comfortable with like the one-on-one thing and, you know, talking to people and stuff like that, that made that really difficult for me when they say pair up and practice kicking the ball back and forth. (laughs) And I just stand there until finally the coach would like, I think the soccer coach did have a couple daughters on the team. And I do remember one time having to ride with them when I couldn't get a ride to a game or something. I just, me in, in sports, it just, it didn't work out just for the fact that the time that a day that my dad worked and my grandma was doing her own thing, you know, she had to get dinner ready for my grandpa and there just was not anyone available to pick me up and take me the only other thing I can think that I did do would have been the in seventh grade would have been this trivia like competition thing where we went to another school there are many different facets that there's trivia there was like a drama competition thing and we went and competed against another school with me it was just like we sat down and we like did movie trivia out of booklets and then it was just but even that was stressing because I was not good at making friends outside of the one or two that I saw every day in my one class of like maybe 10 kids. That is the Tanner Teachable in regards to Michelle. As far as Stephanie goes and her video camera project, like I said, consent, 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 you ask first. You don't just start filming somebody without their permission because that is wrong. I get it in the 90s, you know, families had the home movie camera. That's different. I mean, it just seemed like back then, especially in the 90s, it was like a different time where, oh, you just turn on the video camera and just start filming whatever or whatever's going on in your life. But even still, it's like, no, you gotta ask. You gotta ask. I remember uh, the Blair Witch Project where they're filming that documentary and they're in the woods, they're interviewing the townspeople about the legend of the Blair Witch. And they were asking permission, do I have your permission to put you on film? 
because I do need to have your permission. You have to say yes or no. So, yeah. So, yes, next week I'll be getting back to the reunion series with Season 2, Episode 11, DJ and Kimmy's High School Reunion, which aired on December 9th, 2016. A high school reunion leaves DJ wondering whether she still has feelings for Steve, while a, while a hapless Kimmy is trending for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, it seems like Kimmy's embarrassing self, like in college, or not college, in like high school and everything, her goofy self that's kind of catching up with her years later as she, she still wants to be herself, but it seems like these, it's just her old self is starting to catch up with her and, like they said, trending for all the wrong reasons. Like, I don't want to be remembered because of this. I want to be remembered for what I've achieved since then. So, alright, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget, if you want to be included in the podcast, you want to talk about episodes I've covered or plan to cover or your favorite episodes of either Full House or Fuller House, favorite characters, I want to hear about them. Send an email to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget, if you haven't yet and you enjoy the podcast, jump on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. You can use emojis, whatever you want to do. Somebody actually did do that in their reviews, and I had a fun time trying to guess who they were uh, by the emojis they were using, which character they were representing. Also, all five-star reviews help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves. So, All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.